forever. Dog. Oh my God! Hi guys. Hi Dare. Hi Fats. <laughs> this is done. This is a podcast where we bring on a guest to talk about things they're done with. We talk about them at length. Then we call a judge to decipher which thing they should be the most done with. It's true. The show started because Dara and I were constantly complaining to each other about things we're done with. So we decided to start a show about it. And here we are today, gals. Amazing. And I haven't seen you in 400 years. Weeks. I'm really tan and I have a lot of skin damage. Uh, Betsy was in Japan, for Mm -hmm. those of you who don't listen. (laughs) Um... If you're just tuning in, just got back from Japan, was there for 15 days, and overall, a little bit of a horror show. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. Expand on that. I'm really, um, I didn't think I could talk about it yet, but anyways, two typhoons and an earthquake escaped all or dodged all. It affected most of our trip. The way you're talking about that, like, you're running away as, like, the hurricane's coming. (laughs) No, it just, a typhoon hit a place where we were supposed to fly into, couldn't go. And then an earthquake hit the next airport we were supposed to go into, couldn't go. And then had to leave early because of another typhoon coming. So it was just things like that. And, like, vegetables don't exist in Japan (laughs) either. So we were all turning, like, a weird shade of, like, green. (laughs) And... (laughs) But, like, looking at photos of myself from the trip, it was just too much. There's a lot of sodium. Everything's, like, really puffy. <laughs> and everyone's constipated. It's, But it was great when you when it was great. But then a lot of times it was very It stressful. sounds like, for the most part, it was horrible, like, according to what you just described. Oh, there was a huge perk. What? I didn't even tell you this. Oh, my God. What? If you guys didn't know, I'm a huge, maybe number one fan of Terrace House, the Japanese real world of Netflix. It's not like real world at all. It's like... It's about it's about 20-somethings living in a house together. But they don't fight. They fight, of course. But, but it's like honorable fighting. They're just but like, that, you yeah, hurt my Japanese feelings. Japanese people, that's like... Uh, but it's all a big deal to them. Right. But um, it, okay. Yeah. It's a very calm show is what I'm trying yes. to say. It, it feels like soothing to watch. But mm-hmm. you get very invested in each character and so many different episodes were available because I was in Japan. And then the second I came back, they all disappeared. So I know more. I have every spoiler alert in the world for Terrace House this season. <laughs> okay, Betsy. <laughs> okay. Wait, and then it gets better. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Japan, freaking out, loving Terrace House. I message one of the members. I see he's going to be in Tokyo when we're going to be there. I message for... I was like, the show sold out. Is there any way you could get us into your show? We're big fans. He responds, because you were so earnest in your (gasps) request, I'm going to put tickets at the doors for you guys. We still had to pay, but we still got in and we met his whole band, but not him. Wait, you paid and then never met him? Yeah, but he said (laughs) we had to pay. He just like gave us extra tickets. And then why didn't you get to meet him? He was watching the other band. Cop out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rude. But but that's really I'm cool. basically on the show. That's awesome. Um, so something that I'm done with now I wanted to tell you is mm-hmm. done showering because they don't have like stand up showers. It's either like a shower wand that you sit on a stool with or like a tiny little bath that you sit in. Mm-hmm. You have to sit in like with your knees to your chest. Yeah. Not like real size. Are are the us. showers like near the toilets? The toilet's in another room. It's a little tiny that's, shower wand next to a tiny 
bath. I heard it's so much more hygienic there because like we shower like where we shit. It's which, gross. Right. They don't do that. Right. They're much more. It's much more. Yeah. Clean. It's like a wet room and then the next room and then a dry room <laughs> where your dry shits go. And so it doesn't tell you how to flush. So you're sometimes hitting buttons that are. Um, Japanese, you're not supposed to like hear people go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So they have a music button, a flush button. There's a million bidet button, air button, and you never know which one's the flush button. So sometimes it's confusing. Oh, that's really nice. I like that. My done now is I haven't showered since I got back. Only, uh, only (laughs) bath. I only bathe laying down because I'm too tired. And I just, it's basically because I want to wash my face and I make myself take a bath instead. I know you'd be grossed out because you don't like baths. I don't not like baths. You don't like baths. I feel. But why don't you just wash your face? I don't get it. Taking a shower takes so much less energy. Because sometimes my shirt gets wet when I wash my face. And Wait, I have to like what? stand up and it's really messy because where my sink is is like a really confined <laughs> no, I, small space. But why? Okay. I, I don't think we'll get to the bottom of this and that's okay. You take baths. And, and lately when I've been in the bath, I haven't only been washing my face. Do you pee in the bath? No. Do you pee in the bath? <laughs> <laughs> no, you not really. Not really. Not really. Fuck. Anyways, that's the trip. You gotta love. I will be going back and that's all there is to it. <laughs> Your Annie. review is like a two out of five. It was it was just stressful. Right. It's of oh, the natural disasters. But on the 17 hour flight, slept the entire time, would do again. Oh, and how was the lounge? The, the fancy Amazing, airplane beautiful. lounge? Do you wish you dressed a little nicer and no. took my advice? No. Do you, do you think next time you'll wear maybe a suit to the lounge? Yeah. There uh, we go. Like a very large men's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're back and escaped all natural disasters. Thanks, Dare. And also speaking of escape, the escape room in Greenpoint that you guys all accuse me of being closed is actually closing for good. No. It's all 30% off. Wait, I walk by there every day because I just moved to your neighborhood. Yep, they're closing. No. 30% it, off. I have to say, and we all know I don't support an escape the room. It looks really cool. And I want to well, go no. there. Well, it's closing. How much time do we have? Okay. We got to get some ticks. All right. What are you done with? Oh, something I wanted to share with that I'm personally done with is Blue Apron type kits. Me too. Go grocery shopping. It's such a waste of plastic, of paper, of resources, of like, like go download a recipe and go to the grocery store and make it yourself. It's for people that don't know what to buy. Right, but go figure it out. Like, you're not going to learn if, like, you get these tiny parcels of parsley, like, what to do with a bunch of parsley. They want everything waiting for them. Mm-hmm. This generation, I tell you. I'd also, so I've done a lot of those. I've, I've done the vegan one for, mm-hmm. like, eight months. It turned out to be, one, really expensive, and two, there's so much waste. There's so much waste. And the food's just, like... The food's always bad. Can I just say something? Yeah. I'm not into <laughs> it. I don't know why everyone thinks we need, like, a big piece of salmon on some sort of grain and then, like, a sauce. That is not how I like to eat food. The commercials also don't make it look very appetizing. No. The commercials make it look gross. Also, the ones I've done, you get food for either one and a half people or for a party of 20. Mm Mm-hmm. It never made sense. Right. What are you done with? Do you have a done? I already said. Okay, we're also, we got a lot of user-generated. Oh, wait, I do, on, yeah. the, on that subject. Oh, go. I'm so effing done with, I <laughs> want to go online and get a recipe. I did this last night to get a simple soup recipe. It was very simple. 
the damn story this woman wrote was like 3,000 words. It was so long and every I like skimmed it and there were so, she covered like divorce and <laughs> visiting Italy and just like. Eat, pray, love. I don't care. Put it at the end and I think it should be an option if you want to read it. They all do that. But do you want a cookbook or do you want to sell a memoir? You have to choose one and I'm choosing cookbook because I'm here for the recipe. It's rude. It's rude. <laughs> I agree. It's rude. Keep your thoughts to yourself. Give us give us the ingredients list. You have a blog or you have a... Get on Thought Catalog. I don't need to know... I don't need to know what inspired you to make like a three-ingredient vegan soup. Dara. That is what it was. All right. <laughs> um, we also have a lot of people um, submitted their done. So we are going to do a quick fire round of those. And guess what? We're not naming names. We're not naming names. You can't. Um, okay, number one, running into exes and pretending that you never fucked. Two, flossing the dance and posting it to Insta Story, Henny. Fireworks. Posting screenshots of your tweet to Insta. Whoa, that's a burn. Um, people who claim summer is so great when, let's face it, the weather is disgusting. Restaurants that close from four to six. Old man smell. Deodorant. <laughs> uh, people you dated ages ago following you on Instagram. Those are all mine. Um, oh, this is a good one. Tech excuses like, I don't know, my email didn't go through or my internet is being weird right now. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, you're a liar if you do that. Yeah, I agree. Which I've done, so like I know. Me too. I still do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's time to bring on our amazing guest. I'm so excited about her. Yay! Oh, we'll give you an intro, babe. Um, <laughs> she's an amazing stand-up comedian. She has a hilarious Twitter, and you can actually catch her on the comedy lineup on Netflix. Kate Willett. Hello. Yay! Hi, Kate. How's it going? Great. I am, I'm also done with people posting their screenshots of tweets to Insta. What I'm, is that? I don't know. I guess we're all just doing what we can to build a social media presence. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like, well, I know why you're doing this, but it's like a little overwhelming. That's yeah. not why I'm here. Yeah. It's cross like cross-platform promotion. You're right. It's people literally not to, why you're there. People go to Instagram to get away from Twitter. Yeah. They're so different now that I'm like back on Twitter and learning more about Twitter. I'm like these, they're just like two different parties to be at. And I'm yeah. not on, right. If I'm on Instagram, I really don't want to see your tweet. I want to see your tweet transformed into an Instagram. Right. I want to see like people's messy houses that they didn't think that we could tell are messy. Like I want to see people's bedrooms. I want to see people's foods. I like very personal pics. Mm -hmm. Like friends from home. Interesting. Good to know. Kate, mm -hmm. what else are you done with? What's your number one thing that you're bringing us? Oh, and be honest. The number one thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I would say the number one thing is new age spirituality. Crystals, horoscopes. I'm done. Wow. I feel like this is a really offensive subject to bring up it's on a podcast in Brooklyn. No, we we talk a <laughs> yes. lot about this stuff. Oh, you do. Yeah. So we actually call our astrologer every once in a while to, mm -hmm. to chime in. So we're very like, we know what's going on. But tell us why you're done. Like, what? where does this come from? Uh, okay. So to give a little perspective, I am from California, where this stuff is huge, uh, especially um, in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. where I spent many years. Um, and uh, I'm tired of hearing astrology blamed for everything. For example, 
I lived in a co-op. There were like 20 people there. The house was always a mess. <laughs> uh, and they should when be people, Instagramming it. Yeah. When people uh, would get upset about things um, like the dishes not being done, folks would blame Mercury retrograde. I thought it was really <laughs> ridiculous. Um, yeah. I also think that, you know, I tend not to believe in astrology, except sometimes if I really have a bad crush on somebody, then I'll be like, oh, what's his sign? What does mm-hmm. he say? What, what's your sign? I'm a Gemini. Interesting. Yeah. So is there part of you that maybe really believes in astrology, like the two sides of yourself? Or am I really reaching here? I, you know, I think it's, I, I used to think it was fun, but I just feel like it's become too pervasive. Like, yeah. I guess because I grew up religious and to me, it just feels like the same stuff in a it way is, it is exactly the I, same yeah. stuff. I totally agree I feel the same way you do except the spiritual leaders yeah. in this one are like hot yeah it's true and trendy so it's like even cooler to like subscribe to it it's like who's that guy Andrew Keegan who started a cult yeah. it's like the, the same videos vibe are beautiful by oh, the way if you I, haven't seen them I need to look Andrew Keegan started a cult I think it's like in Venice Beach or something and everyone is hot and like wears white and it looks really fun like I don't even think I'd be allowed to join his cult which totally. sucks but I'm allowed to join astrology and like I'm became more interested in it recently but Kate, doesn't it make you feel better when someone goes, because I feel kind of the same way you do, but if I'm having a really bad day or a week, I tend to go on like a horoscope website and see if it explains why I feel this way. It usually doesn't, but sometimes it helps. But when someone says, oh, you're feeling that way lately because Mercury, Mercury's in retrograde, does it ever make you feel better? I guess no, and I think the reason for that is Mercury seems like it's always in retrograde. I agree. It Mercury's seems like it's in retrograde fucker. too much. Yeah, Mercury's. You know, it's just like, so what, is life just fucked up now? <laughs> like, right. Okay, but on the contrary, I have to say, a religion is literally, most religions are literally just, like, made up by men. Yeah, and, and, and astrology Keegan. is made up by women. But, no, astrology is based on angles of the stars and actual, like, movement of the stars, so it, there is, like, an tangible thing there like it's the it's more tangible than like any other god i guess so but i think i feel pretty strongly about uh not believing in any it's because venus is going to be in retrograde very soon well you know so i thought that maybe here here's i think a a turning point i had with this stuff um i i have a lot of friends that are very into crystals um, like I, they, they like recharge them, yeah, or they clean them and put them in the sun, yeah, put or in the moon even, <gasps> yeah, Ooh, okay, to charge the crystal, yeah. And uh, I have some crystals in my room. Um, I never bought a crystal, but people have given me crystals and they're pretty, so I mm-hmm. have them sitting on my shelf. <laughs> um, I think you know, I mean, what kind of white lady would I be if I didn't have a crystal somewhere? You know, exactly. <laughs> um, Fair but point. Uh, you know, I never really understood the spiritual benefit of it. A few years ago, uh, I went to the woods to take psychedelics with some friends. And I thought, all right, here's the day that I'm going to understand what this is all about. I will take some LSD and I will understand crystals. And uh, <laughs> and then I did uh, not understand the crystals. It took some LSD and nature was beautiful. And um, yeah, I think in that moment, it was like extra hilarious to me. Like, how could you think that the whole mystery of life could be explained <laughs> or contained in a rock. 
It just didn't make sense. I don't know. I, I yeah. And then I, I think too, especially with the last election, like all my friends who were like super into the new age stuff, they were all like uh, Jill Stein supporters and stuff. And they're like, oh, you know, she's she's gonna win. But I'm like, okay, like if your vision board worked, then Jill Stein would be the president right mm-hmm. now. Like if there's no better proof that this stuff does not work. And they're like, no, it's coming. I also think that. We needed them to vote. Yeah, I know, exactly. Well, I think that there's a weird way that it kind of, uh, you know, can sort of take accountability away from things, you know, like people can kind of be like, you know, not taking action on stuff because they're like, you know, oh, well, I'm going to manifest this stuff. Like, I remember this one lady kept telling me that uh, she was going to manifest a Netflix special. And I'm like, you've never done stand up. She was like, the, how can I manifest this this year? I'm like, you got to go to an open mic. Like, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's a weird mentality that you can just manifest things without taking any action. And it's also a weird mentality when it gets like flipped around and then people get blamed for their problems. Like the things that happen to them that are actually really out of their control, like cancer and stuff. Like uh, people will I be always like, think that. Yeah, people will be like, oh, you know, like well you manifest this what emotional thing are you holding on to and it's like uh no dude like we have a ton of like toxins in all of our food and pesticides and you know this isn't Mm -hmm. because uh this person manifested it it's because we're living in human mortal bodies in a world with a lot of chemicals it's true but when someone really bad gets cancer i'm like it's because they're bad yeah (laughs) i literally think the same way until it happens to someone else and i'm like yeah because he's a scary evil man that's why he's sick i guess a lot of the bad people that i know uh have great lives and a lot of wealth and uh, many good people have had terrible things happen to them so how is trump still alive i know and he eats like fast food every day he looks like he's dying he looks like an orange crystal he's disgusting yeah Wait, I want to go back to manifesting real quick. My friend told me she keeps manifesting presents and she keeps getting presents. <laughs> but maybe that's her and idea she, of a present. Maybe she's like, oh, the weather is a gift. No. Physical gifts. From who? Is she like showing Mark Cleave? Nope. She's like, I keep like wanting them and they keep coming. Then why does she want... Can't she and wish I, for something else? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't get that. I... I think I would like a gift, but I guess I don't think about it enough to get. Well, I think that there could be a psychological element, too. Like, let's say, you know, you're like, the oh, secret. you know, I really want to manifest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess like a gift or something. Like maybe if, you know, you're 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 happier and you're more receptive and you're, uh, you know, maybe you're even straight up telling people that you want certain <laughs> things. If yeah, you it just your Amazon list. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, you know, I think people can kind of like a sort of set an intention and then like do actions towards it and that's totally real if but i sent send yeah if i set an intention it will not happen yeah like, that is the Same. life i lead but I, you know like for example i really wanted to be in a relationship that was the thing that i wanted and uh you know i i think that i did have that intention i didn't know if it was gonna work out but i know that i went on many dates and also thought a lot about what i would like to have in, in a partner. Did you like, make a mood board? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, but I did make some lists about like the oh. traits that I thought that were important to people, in people. And I, I think that that helped me kind of see the right person when he came along. You know, like I was looking for a different set of things than just like, oh, who's cute? Like I really wanted someone that was like very interested mm-hmm. in 
activism and volunteering and like you know it just kind of helped me ask better questions and look at different people than i might have normally been attracted to because a lot of the people that i was normally attracted to were like very cynical and nihilistic people you know so mm -hmm. i do think that you know kind of going through a process where you you ask yourself like what do you what do i actually want that helps but um i don't know if i would say that that's the same as manifesting in a way, kind of. You're like saying the things you want out loud and you're kind of telling yourself. You're such a Gemini. <laughs> that, I think that that's good. I think saying the things that you want out loud, especially for women, if we're going to bring in a mm -hmm. feminist element here, is very good, you know, because I, agree. I, I think a lot of the time as women, you know, we're socialized not to speak up for ourselves, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess just this kind of like magical thinking sort of bugs me. Mm -hmm. I heard a study repeated by someone. I don't even know if it's a study a long time ago that <laughs> you say what you want to do out loud like it's like i want to write i want to write an original pilot this year and you say it out loud to someone your brain like releases dopamine or serotonin or whatever makes you feel good and it makes you feel like you've accomplished it and then you won't accomplish it wait i've have i told wait, you that wait oh my god i can't think of this right now but uh, you didn't tell me this but apparently it's like does the same thing for some people as it would doing the thing mm -hmm. and it like makes you feel accomplished to say it out loud so like people who are always talking about doing things always do that because like they feel really which great is why when i don't do it. say and if people are like what are you working on i'm like don't say it don't say it out loud <laughs> i kind of agree with that and that makes a lot of sense to me now because you know i think yeah in terms of creative projects that i'm working on if i like describe my idea to someone it kind of takes away the energy from actually working totally on it. Mm -hmm. you know uh, yeah I'm i like, don't like that it's a secret okay what's your number two what's your next done um i was gonna say incels maybe this is number one <laughs> man i hate i really am annoyed with these people okay. and i don't know what is all right so you want me to explain incels to yes, yes. Please. all right but so. in like a nice way all right, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I would not be rude to you. I don't know if I'll be nice to these incels, though. Okay. Most of our so, base is incels. Oh, yeah. I figured this yeah. is, uh, seems like a very <laughs> incel friendly podcast, you guys. Astrology are. and incels. Yeah. Um, I feel. I don't know if it's confirmed, but I feel like there's minimal overlap of the people who are interested in those two things. Oh, no. Um, I, I read a study on this. There's zero overlap. Oh, that's hilarious. Really? No, there's no. I made that up. Oh, man. So incels are men who are involuntarily celibate, self-described, shortened to incel, and uh, they're very mad about it on the internet. Mm -hmm. um, uh, for most of them, I think it's just posting online very misogynistic things about women um, and also... I think very harmful things to themselves, you know, like they'll just kind of t talk about how they can never um, have sex and like no one will want them ever. And then it's this community on the Internet mostly that reinforces it. Um, Wait, like what? Like, give me an example of a post. Uh, Not a real one or just like. Like, you know, just like women don't want to have sex with me because they're all extremely superficial uh, and just care about money. And they only want to have sex with like these rich, hot guys. And, you know, all women just want to have sex with like the top 10 percent of guys. Okay. But we're beta betas and women don't want to have sex with betas and just like, this whole worldview that goes along with it um, they're really scary they're like shooters yeah well the, not all of them are shooters but some of them are no, shooters if you say you're an incel in my head you equal shooter like, I, I yeah. am scared of them wait so and then they're online supporting each other uh I, I support I don't know 
I don't know if you could call it support. I think that they are affirming each other's perspective. Yeah, um, totally. I think that, you know, they're all complaining about women being, like, superficial together and stuff. But, you know, I guess, to me, what I would see is, like, actually supporting, you know, these guys would be, like, maybe, you know, some uh, some tips on um, how to have more normal-seeming conversations with people, you know? Mm-hmm. But they're just kind of, like, I think reinforcing these very misogynistic beliefs that actually make it way harder to connect with women and uh you know i yeah I think it's, it's alienated yeah. them even further exactly from the goal which yeah is and then you know so, so there's like the extreme end like remember that guy elliot roger that did the shooting in santa barbara mm-hmm. he was a self-identified incel and there oh, was another yeah. guy in canada a while back um and uh yeah, so some of these men have become violent in real life. I think probably for the majority of them, it just stays on the internet. But then there's also these dudes that are, like, 17, and they're like, yeah, I'm an incel. And it's like, no, dude, you're, you're 17. Like, a lot of people don't have sex till they're in their 20s, you and know? And, like, you've never had a real conversation with a woman. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, I think, adding to this, like, sense of uh, masculine rage, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, there's these dudes that are... I think that there's not that many men that identify as, like, incels in particular, but, like, the kind of rhetoric of it, like, the weird men's rights rhetoric, I think is becoming more and more pervasive, you know? It does sound like a men's rights thing. It is a men's rights thing. Do I wonder if, like, more than one man in a group identify as incel and if they would talk about it. What Uh, do you mean? Like, are you an incel? Like, bros? Yeah. Are, can bros be incels? Um, <laughs> I guess so. I mean, it seems so unbroy to yeah. be an incel. I think it's, that yeah. incels hate bros. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. they hate everyone. Kind you could of. be a bro and can an I, incel. I, I guess. feel like all these seventeen-year-old incels. Like, it's just like wait a little, and like exactly. you'll be like you'll be having sex with everybody. Well, it's because yeah. they want to identify with something, and it makes them feel like, wow, I feel like that, too. I'm exactly like that. But it's because, like, they haven't even gotten there yet. And there's also this weird idea that, like, you know, not having sex or not having romance is, like, you know, it's a, that it's a form of oppression, that they're entitled to sex in some way. Like, Jordan Peterson is... Do you know who Jordan Peterson is? No. Oh, wow. You guys do not spend as much time on the internet as I do. Okay. So, Jordan Peterson... Or different parts of the internet. Yeah. Jordan Peterson is this uh, professor. I, I want to say it in quotes, but he actually is a professor. Wow. Um, I, I, he's a professor in Canada. I think he used to teach in the United States somewhere. At, like, a good university. I forget mm. what it was, but... Uh, you know, he is, I think, very popular right now. Like, he's a best-selling author, and he's kind of a hero to all of these disaffected guys um, because he writes a lot about, like, how the patriarchy is very important and it's, like, bad that it's going away and, like, you know, men are kind of, you know, should be naturally in charge of things because that's the way nature intended it and, like, you know, we should have... um he you know, needs to do LSD in the woods. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a very like LSD thing, and like he uh, he needs an LSD. I think for sure. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. And then he he won't understand crystals, but he will understand <laughs> women. Um, that is so scary. It's also so scary that all of these men have mothers, and like crazy probably whose basements they live in still. Yeah. Hundred percent. Who pay for everything for them. And this is what they're talking it's about. It's also crazy to hear someone be like, like most people are like, if you are against like 
feminism, you're not usually for the patriarchy. Like, usually you're denying there's a patriarchy. Like, him saying, like, the patriarchy is good and it exists is, like, crazy to me. Yeah, I I think he thinks that the patriarchy might not exist anymore, but that it should come back. (laughs) That's Um, so true. I feel. That's how you feel? (laughs) Yeah. All we need is, like, one study that shows that people are having more sex now or, like, in recent years than they were when there was really a patriarchy. Actually, I think millennials are having less sex. There's been studies that I think millennials have less sex than, um, at least than our parents' generation, and I think that... You know, a lot of the reason for that could be that people are on the internet more. You know, Wait, that someone just told me that about Japan that there, no millennials are having sex. Yeah, I don't know too much about Japan, but I, I do know <laughs> that. I don't know why someone told me that because I was just there, and he's like, "Do you notice everyone was older?" But he had never been there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess." That I was do true. know that the birth rate in Japan is very low. Yeah, the birth yeah. rate sucks there. Wow. I guess it depends. You know, I guess it depends on what you mean by suck. Like, it probably would be good for everyone to not have as many kids. No, right. For someone who loves high birth rates, it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, what is your third done? Okay, so my third done would be cool parents. Um, And by cool parents... I mean, these parents that are like, oh, you know, you can drink at my house because it's better if you do it here than if you do it anywhere else. Like, my mom was very like this. She was, like, always talking about sex with my friends, you know, trying to be really Really? cool. I mean, I guess I thought it was cool that when I was, like, you know, young, I got to smoke pot in my house or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I think that this, like, I think that there's something really weird about parents trying to, like, be, like, you know hanging out taking drugs talking about sex with our kids it seems very weird to me and if i have a kid i'm not gonna be like weirdly strict but i'm definitely gonna be like yeah i'm your mom like uh i'm not the person that you're gonna do drugs with (laughs) if you do drugs yeah too much you'll be in trouble (laughs) so you know uh also it never ends well for the cool parents no like they either get in trouble or they are always those parents like you can always pick them out which is very fun but i mis- i recently met cool parents and they were offering like like 21 year olds just a ton of alcohol like very pushy about it and i could not understand what was happening it's very weird i was closer to the parents age i think and they were just like come on we have a big handle of fireball let's all do shots and it was just like (laughs) oh like at college when um i went to like a big 10 school and they always had like big tailgating shit yeah and like parents would come up and like play beer pong and i'd yeah. be like that would be excruciating for me to do with my parents like yeah. as much as i love my parents and also drinking with my parents i don't want to like fraternize with them yeah in high school even parents let us drink in the basement and my parents like, would never same and i'm not gonna be the cool parent either honey oh i am are no, you really gonna not. be a cool parent i no, no you're not i think if i have kids i just want it i don't want them to be like partying but i want like a salon like i want it to be like let's talk philosophy oh, i think that's fine i think I having having kids over your with kids wine. come over <laughs> with wine but how, <laughs> like, how old how old and they have the to wine. sleep here um look european style like i'm not checking no. ids <laughs> Look, girls, we're going to get a thong, and then we're going to get no, a thing okay. of vodka. Just promise me that you're never going to tell your children's friends about, uh, you know, 
fingering. Blowjobs. Yeah, fingering or blowjobs. When I asked my family friend, I go, what? She was like a little older and she was like, cool. And I was like, what is fingering? And she goes, (laughs) she goes, what does it sound like, Dara? (laughs) And then I I was like, "Ah." oh my God, I never want to know how. I don't, I never want to remember how I still, I think if you asked me when I was a child what fingering sounded like, uh, I would have guessed some kind of weird back massage. I'd guess but I knew it was sexual. Oh, when I was in the back of a car ride, I asked my friend's mom. Um, we had heard these boys using the word slut. And we were like, what's a slut? And then we asked her mom. We're like, what's a slut? And she said, it's a very bad girl. And now I think I would be the cool mom and say it's like a demeaning misogynist term that men use to call women. Yes. Oh, yeah. But I think that that's still I think that that's still not what I mean. Like, I think oh. that. I think that educating your okay, kids about stuff <laughs> and being, you know, talking to them about things like sexism oh, no, I or went racism, off on a, that's, that's good. But I just mean, like, these parents with weird boundary problems, it's so strange to me. I think it depends on the kids, though, too. Yeah. Like, kids grow up at different ages. Like, I was, I was always what my age was, maybe a couple of years younger. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it would have been terrible for my mom to be, like, hosting, like, ragers in the basement for me. But some kids are older at heart. My argument's really bad. I know. It, we all know the parents. None of us will be the parents. Look, I'll give you a warning. In my town, parents did this. They're still going to court over it. Okay? <laughs> Don't do it. And also, recently, a lot of shows, like the Michael C. Hall show I just watched. Which one? Um, I forgot. Okay. I already said the name on here before. Don't make me say it again. I won't. It's called, like... Gone don't, don't or lost. It. Don't say it. Lost. His daughter goes missing, and he's on the hunt for her the whole time. Is it called Taken? Basically, <laughs> okay. But it's basically that. But anyways, it comes down to very naughty parents who are trying to be the cool parents. So, but here's the thing, Kate. Yeah. If I have, if I have popular kids, I, I'm not saying I will. You won't. I. If I, <laughs> if I have like. Mildly to really popular kids, I want to know the hot goss. And if I have Me to, too. if I have to be the cool, and I don't even mean like I want to know to like keep an eye on them. I want to know just because I like hot goss. If I have to make them drink with me to get that hot goss, I might have to do that. You're not gonna be drinking smoking with smoking a doobie oh, on the trampoline with my kids and their friends. Oh man, see, I, don't, I'll be I do not want to know the child gossip. I really don't. Oh, I I'll need to I know. Think it. I I I. Don't, but I think I I will need to. My mom didn't. My mom was like always yelling at other moms. She was like, "That's none of your fucking business." Me, my mom too. It's like that's really inappropriate and creepy that you want to know yeah. who's dating in the eighth grade. Right? Yeah, me t- I, that's that's where I went on it. Yeah, but here I now I <laughs> need to know. <laughs> I mean, I want to know who my kid's dating so I can make sure that he's not a yeah he or she's not a creep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I was uh, inclined to gender creep because yeah. that's usually how it works out. But I guess there's <laughs> usually a girl creep too. Yeah, <laughs> I my, I think my mom was more interested in like what teachers were dating who. Oh because yeah, we had a janitor who was dating like this. She was so eighties. This teacher, <laughs> he was dating her, and we could not get over it. And like, I think my mom was like very interested in that. But I remember that goes. there was this uh, teacher in my. She was my third grade teacher, and she lived with the guy uh, <gasps> that was the like the head of the after school program or whatever. And I remember my mom talking some shit about it. She's like, "Oh, you know, like 
they're not even married and they're just like living together like a man and a woman and they were just friends but now in retrospect i'm like these people probably got paid twenty thousand dollars a year <laughs> of course they needed a room I shut up i yeah. know yeah yeah oh yeah yeah that's crazy but i i'll be interested in all of it as a parent <laughs> i want to know everything adults alike um, okay, well, those are really great duns, Kate. Thank and you. now we're going to call a judge. We're going to tell them, you're going to tell them what your duns are, and they're going to tell you which one you should be ultimately done with forever. Okay, so we're calling Jimmy Bonforte, and he is actually the bartender at The Mockingbird, where we do our monthly show. Mm-hmm. We met him from doing our live show there. He always comes up with a drink special, and I guess you could say we just have a connection with him, in that he listens to our show, and re- we really like when he bartends we our show. We love him. Very great guy. He's our judge. Let's give him a call. What? <gasps> Jimmy! Jimmy! <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Hi. Darren Batsy. How are you guys? Really good. Miss ya. I know, right? How are was, you uh, eating? Wherever you were. <laughs> yeah, what are you eating for dinner? It's a, it's a little soup I made. Oh, go. I made soup today. Me were too. you just talking about how hard it is to find a good soup recipe? Yeah. What kind? I just chopped up some um, garlic scapes and ginger, threw some chicken stock in there, a little egg drop soup. Oh, Five nice. Jimmy, yeah. good for you. That sounds okay, delicious. Jimmy. Um, I'm starving and don't want to go grocery shopping is what that is. Right. Okay, don't brag. So, um, Jimmy, up? we have Kate Willett here. She has three duns. Are you ready to hear them? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. I am done with New Age spirituality, like crystals and horoscopes. <laughs> uh, okay. I am done with incels, men who are involuntarily celibate and really mad about it on internet forums. And okay. I am also done with cool parents, the kind of parents who say things like, oh, we'd rather have you just drink at home and then uh, talk to their kids about sex in more detail that's appropriate for a parent. Okay, what was the middle one? Incels. Okay, so incels are men who are uh, self-identify as involuntarily celibate. Like, no one wants to date them and no one wants to have sex with them. And they have groups on the internet reddit where they post uh, bad stuff about women how you know they're really uh upset that women are so superficial and materialistic etc because no one wants to have sex with them um yeah right i've never heard of this um sorry let's see that the, I told the other you. two are pretty um i don't know personal so jimmy feel free to ask any questions too um I have. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I am a father. I have two kids. Oh, so are you? The cool, are you going to be a what? cool parent in a bad way or a cool parent in no, a good way? No, I think that is ridiculous. People are like, oh, just uh, if you're going to smoke weed, just smoke weed at home. So, no, you're not going to smoke weed. <gasps> Jimmy. So oh. I mean, or when you're an adult, do whatever you want. Yeah. Um. But I would have to go with what's it? What's the middle one called? Incels. That is ridiculous, and that should be. <laughs> That should be done. I think you made the right choice. I think you made the right choice. But are you going to be the cool parent? I wasn't quite sure what you said. No? No. I'm, I mean, no. What no. if you want, like, the hot goss on what's going on? 
I mean, you talk to your kids, but I don't think you should be like, come drink with me. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, look, we it's see like you when you're 21 things. and you can go drink, fine, make that decision. But, right. uh, no. No. Okay, what about new age stuff? Like, um, crystals, you're not into. I'm personally not into it. It's funny, there's, like, crystals and rocks and stuff on my bookshelf, not mine my sweet girlfriend and my sisters are super into that i think it's great for them i think it's a little um Say it. weird okay okay so uh i mean those are just but that, yeah the, that the middle one is beyond strange and I, and you like, learned get, something like, today. get over it yeah I also didn't know what it meant, Jimmy, but I'm also done with that. I know you didn't ask me, Kate, but I do feel that way. Well, we're all done with it, I yeah. think, yeah. I'm not done with cool parents. <laughs> um, Jimmy, Thank you're you, the Jimmy. best. We appreciate your judgment, and um, we'll see you soon. Yeah, I hope so. Enjoy Take the care. soup. Enjoy the soup. Bye. 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 Aw, Jim. Aww. See, he learned something, too. Yeah. Good. Is it hung up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so you're officially done with incels based on Jimmy. Okay. So you don't have to deal with them anymore. <gasps> They're you not gonna harass me on Twitter now. <gasps> oh god, Just they kidding, are. I still find you. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Because you oh, do a lot like, of sex jokes. I think so. Actually, you know, they so the men's rights guys haven't found my Netflix special yet. Mm-hmm. All the tweets I've gotten have been very supportive. A couple negs here and there, you know, like Oh, yeah, I thought you were funny, but the audience didn't seem to. Which is not <laughs> true. The audience was laughing very hard during my special. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, Where was that taped? In Atlanta. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, they have... The incels did find some other stuff that I did. Uh, I was on the show called This Is Not Happening. And I think maybe there are, you know, more men's rights guys that, like, just watch that show normally than would, like, go actively seek out a female comics work on Netflix, right. you know? Right. So... I, it's probably a little insulated on Netflix because I think that the guys who really hate women probably wouldn't watch it in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, it's so good and everybody should watch it. Thank Incel you so much. or not, you can learn a little something about your penis size. That's an inside joke if you watch the special. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. Thank you. This was so fun. You're Thanks so for great. doing it. Um, and yeah. If you need a crystal every now and then, that's okay, too. And I would like one. I would like gifts. So I'm putting that out there if anybody wants to give. I think we both took something from Kate's Duns. You're into the crystals, and I'm into eventually becoming a cool parent. So thank you for our trashes. (laughs) Your trashes are treasure. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you can have my crystals. So... Um, thank you guys for listening. Thanks, Dar. Thanks, Bats. Um, subscribe to our pod on Forever Dog Network or, or on Apple Podcasts. And or tell your friend you get your pod. Tell your friends to subscribe. Yeah, get in there. Leave us a little likey, likey comment, comment. Yeah, and rate us five stars. We'll love you forever. Star, star, star. She's a star, baby. We'll see you next week, baby. That was good. Okay, bye. Forever. <laughs> This has been a Forever Dog production. Done is produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Emma Foley. Music by Brooks Allison. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com 
and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.